Hello and welcome to ReadySetDisney.com. In this week's episode, we will be talking about places to stay. I'm your host, Corey G, and uh, excited to jump into this week's episode. It is uh, a continuation from some of the stuff we've been talking about in uh, episodes one and two. Um, and uh, for this week's episode, we're actually only going to talk about staying on property. And maybe in future episodes, we'll discuss what it's like staying off property. Um, but as I said in the first couple of our episodes, you know, we really like to try to talk about things that we have experienced, which is why we're starting with this um, category. And, and uh, we're, we're going to be talking about staying at deluxe resorts because um, for the most part, that's the most experience that we've had. Um, but before we dive into that, I, I was listening back to the first two episodes and uh, just kind of want to clarify, I use we a lot. And I'm sure some of you are thinking to yourself, why does he keep saying we? He's the only guy talking. And um, if you didn't catch the first episode or this is the first time you've jumped in, I use we interchangeably. When I say we, I really mean I, but we refers to my wife because she actually is kind of the brains behind all of the information that I get. So if I ever say like, oh, you know, we did some price comparisons of between staying at this resort and staying at that resort, what I'm actually saying is my wife did some price comparisons and I'm just reporting it back out to you guys. So um, forgive me or understand, that's kind of what we mean. So as I go through this, uh, just just uh, just wanted to clarify that a little bit because it, it does sound a little silly when I say it. Um, so uh, we're going to jump into places you can stay. We're going to look at deluxe resorts uh, again because this is where my wife and I have the most experience. And if you missed the first two episodes, I want to be really clear. We don't stay at deluxe resorts because we're rolling in dough. We actually stay at deluxe resorts because we have found that we can stay at deluxe resorts and get all the amenities for the same price, if not cheaper, than staying at moderate res resorts. Um, and if you're unfamiliar with the Disney price structure, there are three price structures. There are deluxe moderate and value um, in the value category are the all-star pop century uh, music that that sort of stuff art of animation is actually a value resort uh, no I'm sorry it's a it's a moderate um, and then in the moderate category again you have art of animation you have Caribbean Beach you have Port Orleans um, hotels like that and then in the deluxe resorts you have um, the ones we've stayed at, and we're going to cover those today, and then in a next episode, we'll cover the ones that we haven't stayed at. Um, but for this episode, we're going to be talking about the Beach Club, the Polynesian, the Contemporary, and the Boardwalk. So those are all del deluxe resorts that my wife and I, my family, have stayed at. So we really have um, direct experience and can really talk to you about that. Um, and when I, when I, I we were talking about, um, I was talking about, you know, we stay at deluxe resorts for moderate pricing. And we do that, um, again, if you're unfamiliar, we are huge vacation club uh, point purchase people. 
we use David's Vacation Club to help us purchase Vacation Club points. Um, and if you want more information on that, you can go to our website, our blog, ReadySetDisney.com. And you can, um, there's links right in our posts. There's a link right on our, our landing page that you can, and you know, check out the David's Vacation Club. There are other Vacation Club places that you can use, but that's who we have experience with. And like I said, we can, we can stay at Deluxe Resorts for the same price as staying at a moderate. So definitely worth checking out um it's it's all about booking in advance though uh so we're going to start off talking about the first deluxe resort that we actually stayed in which was the beach club um and so if you're unfamiliar with the beach club the beach club um actually let me back up a little bit and say so every resort on disney property is uh falls into uh, four categories in regards to uh, based on a park sort of thing um so you have uh the magic kingdom you have your magic kingdom resorts you have animal kingdom and you have animal kingdom resorts then you have um uh, epcot and the epcot resorts and then they have the um the wide world of sports sort of resorts that are that are close to those areas so um that's that's kind of how everything is categorized, and for this, the Beach Club falls into the Epcot. It's considered an Epcot resort, um, and uh, it's uh, it's a great resort. We loved it, um, and if you hear anybody talk about Beach Club, everything starts and ends with the pool. Um, and so, as we go through each of the resorts, I'll I'll, I'll cover certain aspects. We're we're always going to talk about the location where the resort is is. Uh, food options at the resort, we'll talk about um, special events or special things to know about the resort, transportation, and then just my personal favorite, the gym. Uh, I am a workout guy, uh, love to work out, and love working out when in Disney World because the family has so much stuff to keep them busy that I get as much time, or as little time, um, as I want in a resort gym, so it's I'm, I'm going to rate them. Um, so Beach Club. Great location. So if you're unfamiliar, Beach Club, as I mentioned, is an Epcot resort. It is located right on the other side of the lake from the boardwalk, which we'll be talking about uh, later on in this episode. And it is probably a five-minute walk to the uh, back entrance of Epcot. And it is maybe a 15 to 20-minute walk away from Hollywood Studios. Um so it, you know, that's that's kind of where it's located, um, and uh, great location, uh, great food options at the at the resort. Um, I would say it it really again kind of like the pool. There are two things you hear about Beach Club: it's the pool and Beaches and Cream. Uh, so if you don't know, Beaches and Cream is like a it's like a diner, I guess I would call it, like a sandwich shop that is famous for. It's ice cream options and it's dessert options. Um, the most famous being the kitchen sink, which is a huge thing of ice cream. I don't know. It's got like five different flavors. I don't even know how many scoops. It serves four. It's got every topping imaginable. I can tell you we went and we did the mini kitchen sink and our family of four split that and it was enough. So I, I couldn't imagine how big the kitchen sink is. Um... But that, that, you know, if you're looking at food options at uh, the Beach Club, that's the first one that you would 
you know, become familiar with or you're going to hear about. And then the second one is uh, Kate May's Cafe, which serves breakfast and dinner. Um, and they typically host a character breakfast, but that's on hold right now due to COVID. Um, but it's um, a family style right now. Um, which means they, you know, bring all the food in, in the in the middle of the table, and you serve yourself. But we are reading that in February, mid February, it's going to flip back to a buffet, and that, so that's Cape May Cafe. The um, uh, Beaches and Cream is more of like a sandwich shop, burgers, chicken fingers, that kind of stuff, and then ice cream. Um, so Cape May is a, a family style. We'll switch back to buffet, and then hopefully soon we'll go back to um, a character breakfast. Uh, it's I think it's Cape May's breakfast or something that they offer there. Again, we haven't done that. We had reservations for it, and we wound up canceling uh, just because it, it would have been. It was at the end of our trip, and it was just too much for us, so we wound up canceling. Um, there are other dining options in the Beach Club, especially if you go to Disney's website and excuse me and you check out the the vacation or the restaurants that you can eat in. A lot of times, what they do is they link the restaurants that are connected to the yacht club because the yacht club and the beach club are so close together. I think there actually is a hallway that join them. Um, so you can walk seamlessly from one to the other. They share the, the giant pool that's at the place. Um, so you'll see, but for the purposes of this episode to try to keep things clean, I'm only going to refer to the restaurants that are specifically in the beach club so those are the two big ones that you would want to know about special events again it all goes back to the pool uh the pool zero entry which means that you know there's a shallow entry to it the bottom of the pool is sand there's a lazy river that goes around the pool because the pool is connected between the yacht club and the beach club so there's a lazy river and there's a giant slide pirate ship slide that the kids actually have to go like out of the pool area run onto this ship climb up to the top of the ship and then slide down this giant slide which obviously they love um and it's just a i mean it is such a great family atmosphere um there's a pool bar. All of the resorts, especially the deluxe resorts, have pool bars. So there's a pool bar there that's, you know, got drinks themed to uh, to the area. It's, you know, it's sort of like Cape Cod type thing. Um, so it's a great place, great events. Um, all of the resorts also, uh, along with the pool bar, most of them will have ping pong, uh, cornhole, um uh, a big connect for things like games and stuff for the kids to do and what I really love about it bocce some of them have bocce what I really love about it is it's not like some of these places where you stay where you gotta like go see the receptionist or the concierge to get the equipment Disney just leaves everything right out there you just use it and you leave it and you're done I mean it's 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 so nice and just so classy and it, it just it's just the right way to do it um, so that's the, that's, to me, that's the special event at that hotel is the, uh, is the pool area. You cannot beat it. It is absolutely the best pool in Disney world. It's actually the only pool in Disney world in which there is a staff person standing at the entrance, checking to make sure that you 
are staying at that resort uh, because Disney knows people sneak into this pool area. That is how good it is. So um, be aware of that. And it's also a great feature. You know, you know that everybody in that pool area belongs to your resort. So so that's pretty cool. Um, transportation, as I mentioned, it's a five minute walk to the Ep to Epcot to the back entrance of Epcot, and um, maybe a fifteen to twenty minute walk to Hollywood Studios. You also have the option with both of those, um, uh, with for both of those Epcot and Hollywood to take a boat, so you can boat over to Hollywood Studios or you can boat over to Epcot, and the boat actually isn't bad. I don't, I did take the, I think we took the boat to Epcot once, but it's such a short walk. I don't even know. We may have done it maybe from Boardwalk, but I, I don't even remember doing that. Um, but the boat to Hollywood is is pretty good, uh, pretty convenient. The downside to the boat system, especially uh, Hollywood, is if you are planning on taking the boat out of Hollywood at the end of the night, that boat is pretty busy. Um, so you should probably plan on a 30 to 40 minute wait to get a boat. Um, so again, at a 15 minute walk, it just doesn't seem to make sense. Uh, and the other thing to keep in mind with with the boat system, the boating transportation option is that stuff shuts down if there is a thunderstorm in the area. Disney is super strict about that. And so you may get stuck on a boat for some time waiting for this storm to pass. And again, you're in Florida, so the chances of having a thunderstorm are pretty good, especially depending on the time of year you go. If you're going in the summer, you can pretty much guarantee that boat's going to shut down at some point because of a thunderstorm. So Keep that in mind when you're thinking of your transportation options. Um, there is the Skyliner that you have access to. It's right near the entrance to Epcot. Um, but not really sure why you would take that. I guess you could take the Skyliner to Hollywood if you wanted to. That seems like a roundabout way to do things. And again, the Skyliner also shuts down for thunderstorms. So that has limited uh, availability as well. Um, so there's that. And then the uh, the gym. The gym at uh, uh, Caribbean Beach was okay. It was small. It had a Smith machine and it had some dumbbells. Um, I don't think I've ever been in a gym in Disney that has had just a straight bench and, uh, you know, uh, an Olympic bench. There's You're not going to find an Olympic bench that I've seen at any of the resorts. Um, there's a Smith machine, there's dumbbells, and there's benches. So it's a pretty good workout area. It's not bad. It's it's okay is how I would classify it. Uh, the next place we're going to talk about is the Polynesian. So the Polynesian is actually the most expensive resort to stay in at Disney World. Um, a lot of folks think think it is the Grand Floridian, but it actually is not. It is the Polynesian. And I will tell you, I know a lot of people who rate the Polynesian as their favorite resort. We stayed there once. I hated it. I think it's too big. It's too spread out. The uh, building that our room was in was so far away from the dining and the main pool that it was just inconvenient now mind you i will say this caveat that when we went they were working on uh they were doing renovations to the resort so maybe some of the paths had been blocked off or or what but it was i, I was i was not 
I was not sold on the on this resort. It, it, that made things very inconvenient. And to add to that, they were also working on the monorail, which meant we had to take a bus everywhere. And again, that's why we stay at deluxe resorts, so that I have more than one option. And uh, when you take that away from me, I get really frustrated really fast. So um, wasn't excited about that. And I will also say it's one of the few deluxe resorts that you don't have an option to walk to a park. Um, the only way to walk from the Polynesian to Magic Kingdom is you literally have to walk through Grand Floridian to get to the Magic Kingdom. And at that point, you might as well just take the monorail. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense to do that. So, um, I, but there is a boat, so I'm jumping ahead. I'm doing transportation before I get to, uh, the actual resort. But, um, so yeah, so that was my, my wife loved it. I was not a big fan. They were under construction. Um, and the monorail was down. I am sure we will be staying there again because as I mentioned, my wife loved it. So I would be, uh, oh, oh, and the gym was under construction, but we'll get to that. Um, so I'm sure we'll be staying there again, and um, I'll give you, you know, I, I'd like to give it another rating at that point just to see. Um, but the location, like I said, it, this is a Magic Kingdom resort. It's in the, the group with uh, the Grand Floridian and the Contemporary. It's sort of in the middle of those two. Um, it is on the monorail, so you can, you, you have that option. Um, it's got great food. The two... Um, uh, uh, things that it's famous for, the two items that it's famous for are the Tonga Toast, which you can get at the Kona Cafe. I think you can also get it sort of their dining area, you know, their college-type dining area. Every resort has a a sort of college dining cafe that you that you can use. You can get Tonga Toast there. Um, and uh, the other item that it's known for, it's one, it's the only resort that has Dole Whip, which is a Disney treat. It's a frozen uh, ice cream type uh, material. It's pineapple flavored. It's called Dole Whip. It is, you know, a Disney snack that's a you must have if you've if you've ever been to Disney. So it is. Um, it's actually in the lobby of the hotel. And the only other places you can get it, Boardwalk has it on the Boardwalk, uh, so you can get it there. And the only other places in the Magic Kingdom. So that's a pretty cool. Um, feature or you know special event however you want to phrase it that's pretty cool um and then i will also say that the uh there's a juice that they have at ohana which is the restaurant in there which we'll talk about uh that the kids love so um in the ohana restaurant is was a character breakfast um i and, there, and that's obviously limited as well um and that was family style, and I'm sure it still is family style. I think, I'm, I'm not sure if the dinner, we did breakfast there, and the breakfast has always been family style. I'm not sure about the dinner. Uh, we've been trying to get in there and just haven't had any opportunities between COVID, and uh, it's a very difficult place to get into. So if it's somewhere you want to eat, I would really recommend making that a first option for your uh, dining reservations. Um, and the juice there, I don't remember what they call it, island juice or I can't remember what it is, but it's like a mixture of pineapple, guava, and orange. And the kids just, they just loved it. It's good. Um, and it's a, it's a good time. Great, great atmosphere. Um, so that's what's going on there. There are a couple of other places to eat there, but 
those are the ones that we uh, have had experience with. Special events, as I mentioned, the Dole Whip. Um, you can. That's one of the very few places that you can get it. Um, and there is a, a special event. You know, it's it's really cool. You can. Uh, watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks from the beaches at uh, the Polynesian. The Polynesian has a set of beaches that overlook Magic Kingdom, and they have Adirondack chairs right on the beach, and you can sit there and watch. And I, if I remember correctly, they actually pipe in the music from the show, from the fireworks show, onto the beach so you can hear and see the fireworks and sit at your resort with your feet in the sand and eat your Dole Whip and watch the fireworks. Pretty cool experience. Great special event. Transportation we talked about. Um, you know, you do have the opportunity there to take the monorail both to Magic Kingdom and to Epcot. But I will tell you that the monorail to Epcot is not the convenient resource that I thought it was going to be because the monorail that goes does not go directly to Epcot. The monorail goes to the transportation center, and from the transportation center, you then have to get on a different monorail, wait in line for a different monorail, and it's not the people that are from your resort. The transportation center is where a lot of uh, commuters, folks that are driving to the park, park to get into Disney Park. So they park in the transportation center and then they also take the monorail to either Magic Kingdom or to Epcot. So you're battling with all of those people to get a spot on this train to get to Epcot. That was a shocker for me when we got there. I thought it just went straight there. And I was really disappointed with that. Really disappointed with the fact that I had to switch trains. I had to wait in line for another train. And then when I got on that train, it was packed. Yeah, not a selling point for me at all. So just something to keep in mind. Uh, the gym at the Polynesian, unfortunately, was another item that was closed when we were there because of renovations, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I will say this. Uh, I went to the Floridian. They allowed me to work out at the Floridian. So I, I ran to the Floridian as a kind of a warm-up. And I thought the Floridian gym was horrendous. I hated it. It was tiny. There was no equipment there. There was no Smith machine. Um, it was... It was a bad gym, and I actually talked to one of the guys that worked there, and I said, hey, you know, because we went in the middle of COVID, and I said, hey, is this, like, because of COVID, you guys are spacing stuff out? Like, I, I could understand that. Uh, I said, because let me tell you, though, I, we switched resorts. We we had a longer stay, so we went from the boardwalk to to uh, Polynesian, and I said to him, I, you know, I was working out at the Polynesian, and, and their gym didn't, wasn't anything like this. I mean, I said, I'm sorry, I said, I was working out at the boardwalk, and their gym wasn't anything like this. And the kid said to me, oh, yeah, the, the boardwalk gym is like the best gym in, in all of the resorts. So I guess that was maybe what the shell shock for me was as I was going from the best gym to what I thought was a really bad gym. Um, so there, there was that one. All right, so now we're going to talk about uh, the contemporary. Uh, contemporary, in my opinion, in terms of location, there's no place better than the contemporary. It is maybe not the greatest resort. Remember, it's one of the first, so was the Polynesian. But you cannot beat its location. It is literally across the street from the Magic Kingdom. 
when you cross it, when you take the walk, you cross the street and you have your own private security entrance. So it takes you about six seconds to get through security. And then you kind of just walk through and get into the Magic Kingdom. It's it's so convenient. I don't know why anybody would take the monorail. Um, I guess maybe if you have, you know, trap walking issues, you would take the monorail. But man, it is the best location of any of the parks. Um, also, uh, great food options there. The Chef Mickey's is what you'll always hear about. It's a great character dining experience. Um, we are hearing that it is... It, it currently it's um it's in covid protocol so it's probably a little different the characters probably stay further away from you and that kind of stuff um but yeah the food is is good it's great breakfast i believe they also do dinner but we've never done a dinner there um but definitely the you know chef mickey's for breakfast it's it's a must have um it must have experience, definitely. We actually did a birthday there. They bring a small cupcake out and stuff. It was really cool. Um, special events. I'm going to continue to talk about the location. And the reason why I say the location is so prime and such a special event is, you know, one night we went to Animal Kingdom. And if you don't know, Animal Kingdom usually closes late. I mean, uh, early, 7 or 9. Um, so one night we went to the Animal Kingdom and we stayed and we watched the um, the show on the water that they had at Animal Kingdom, which I don't know if they're still doing. So we stayed, we watched that show, and then we left Animal Kingdom. We probably got out of there 9.45 or so, um, got back to our hotel at the Contemporary. And I looked at my watch and I said to my wife, I said, oh, uh, Magic Kingdom is going to start the parade at 10 o'clock. Do you want to just walk across the street? The kids can get ice cream and... We can sit and watch the parade. She was like, yeah, sure. So we just walked across the street. It took us 10 minutes to get there. We st stood at the entrance. We went down a little alleyway. We grabbed ice cream, went down this little alleyway, watched the parade, and then walked back to our hotel. It was so awesome. Such a last-minute type thing for us. And it was one of the things that our family still talks about. The boys still talk about, like, Oh, well, if we get back early, can we zip over to the Magic Kingdom and just, you know, eat ice cream in the little corner in that little alley like we did last time? You know, because there's no really such thing as an alley in Disney World. <laughs> it's not like we're going to get we're going to get stabbed in a Disney alley. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, so to me, that's one of their advantages. Uh, the transportation, I would say boat monorail again, just like Epcot. There is the issue with the. Um, with the monorail going to Epcot, uh, I'm sorry, just like uh, Polynesian, there is the issue with the monorail going to Epcot. Don't like the fact that you got to switch at the transportation center. Gym, the gym was probably the worst gym I've been in. For some reason, I remember the ceiling being very, very low in the gym. Um, and I'm not a tall guy. I, I'm like 5'7". So I remember the ceiling being low and not being able to like do a burpee completely without worrying about hitting my head on the ceiling. It was um, not what i was expecting for a disney park gym um all right and so the last one we're going to cover is the boardwalk this was actually our most recent trip this was in june we stayed at the boardwalk really because we had a large group of folks going my dad was going obviously an older guy um my mother-in-law was going and we knew that there were going to be days that they weren't going to go to parks and so we wanted them to have some options um for stuff to do 
So we figured, oh, we'll let them stay at the boardwalk. They can, you know, there's a bunch of different dining options. Um, they can walk around. There's a couple of small little shops there that they can do. Uh, it'll be good for them, right? So we stayed there. I wouldn't have picked it for any other reason. Or uh, On a regular trip, I can't imagine I would have picked boardwalk. And it was a great experience. Um, great family atmosphere. I think all the Disney hotels are like that. But just a great experience that really shocked me. Uh, location, again, it, as I mentioned with the Beach Club, it's right across the water from the Beach Club. It is, if Beach Club is a 15, 20-minute walk to Hollywood, uh, uh, Boardwalk is probably uh, 12 to 17. It's it's just a few minutes closer, just because it's on the other side of that lake. Um but it's the same distance, maybe a little longer of a walk to Epcot. Um, but it is, it's a great location. Um, and there is also uh, mini golf uh, in, the, in the parking lot area of the front of the hotel and a convenience store almost across the street from the boardwalk. So if you forgot anything or uh, it's Florida, they sell beer and alcohol, beer and wine in the convenience stores. So if you wanted to run across, grab a 12-pack, you could do that. Um, it's not that far of a walk. Not that I would ever condone going across the street on a family vacation to get alcohol. Who would want to do that? Um, but yeah, you could if you needed to. So that's the location. Uh, food options, great food options. Again, because it is on the boardwalk, you have the boardwalk restaurants. There's a brewery. There's an Italian place. There's a pizza stand. There's a, um, a food truck. there. And, and as I mentioned, there is also a place where you can get Dole Whip. And this place has Dole Whip and they add Captain to it. Again, I don't, I'm not trying to go and you know, sell the alcohol, but sometimes on these Disney trips, especially when you have a large group with your parents and your in-laws, the captain comes in handy. So great. I mean, to me, that's the special event of it. Uh, I'll also tell you the ESPN restaurant is on the boardwalk. And when we went in June, it was closed. And, you know, I was doing some research for this episode. Again, you know what we means. My wife is doing some uh, research and uh, ESPN zone is still closed. So I'm really starting to wonder whether or not they're going to open that back up. So um, I don't know what's going on with that, but you would think by now it would be open. But that's still closed. It is an option when it's open if they ever go back to it. Uh, transportation, same as the beach club. You know, you got the boat. You got the walking option. Um, other than that, you're taking buses to, to all of the other places, which, uh, again, isn't too bad. Um, and again, I would always warn the bus coming, I mean, the boat coming out of Hollywood is a little dicey. So think about other options there. Um, and then the gym, as I said, when I was working out at the Grand Floridian, the guy at the Grand Floridian said, oh yeah, the, the best gym in all of the resorts is the one at Boardwalk. So, uh, so that's that. So that's this week's episode. Um, next week, we're going to dive into those resorts that we haven't stayed in. We're going to stay in the deluxe category, and we're going to finish up those resorts that we haven't stayed in. We're going to do a little more research for you since we can't draw on personal experience, give you some um, info on those places. And then uh, from the following week, we're going to switch gears, and we're going to talk a little bit more about prepping for your trip, and we're going to talk to you guys about grocery shopping. It's exciting, right? But uh, we got some tips and tricks for that that I think you're going to love. So that's it for this week's episode. We appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. Bye.